Hey guys, it's Andrew with Redliner Auto, and today is our first podcast. Today's guest is Dylan Lawson. Uh, he has the 335i um, that you've seen featured in multiple videos, another one of the Redline Auto fleet calls. Um, so I don't know, tell us a little about yourself, what got you into calls and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so as you heard, I'm Dylan. Uh, I've been friends with Andrew for a few years now. Uh, I've loved cars since I was a kid, growing up with it. My dad's had a shop rebuilding cars and all that. Uh, getting that BMW. Definitely love it. Yeah, it's my baby right there. Definitely, yeah. Let's see, build we gotta her say up. That thing, though. We need a we need a hashtag. Don't crash the BMW. Don't crash BMW. Don't blow the engine. Speaking of blowing engines, we do have a story about that uh, yeah, later do. on in the podcast. Um, so, like, so you've been in a call. So obviously, when it comes to calls and going to shows and going to meets and stuff like that, there has to be like a crazy experience that you've been through. Something that like stands out where you go. Hmm, I probably could have done something different, you know? It's like, what what's what falls under that category? Oh, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. There's a lot of things that happen. A lot of major incidents. Cars terminally getting damaged. Yeah. Um, one of them I personally did. It was with my old baby, my Porsche. I had a 1983 uh, Porsche 924S. Such a nice car. Four-cylinder. Yeah. Uh, 2.5 liters. I was at a car meet, actually, uh, with my friend Christian and these two girls, one of them which I liked. Hey, and you know, I was trying nice. to show off a little bit, doing some donuts in the center. Yeah. Uh, and I was get leaving the donut section. We call it the pit, and the engine blew up. Blew up. Like when blew. you say blow up, okay. So, like, tell us more about that. Let me tell you. So, the piston, the whole piston thing, split in three ways. Piston head got stuck in the cylinder. Oh, the God. rod shot out the side of the block, and the lower end of the rod shot out straight through the oil pan. Jeez. And the entire engine seized up in front of about 300 people. So you're calling for Subaru, basically. It shot the Subaru. Yeah. It pulled the Subaru. Porsche and Subaru. That's crazy. Yeah. So you got to call me, right? Yeah. It was late at night? Late, yeah. late night call show? Yeah, yeah. It was all yeah. sanctioned. All sanctioned. So it was all like organized to a degree? No, yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, sometimes call meets that are organized with donuts and bone outs can be fun, but not when you have to, you know, get a tow truck to come out and try to call home. Facts. Gotta be careful with it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So, so you blew your engine in the Porsche. So what's what's happening with that car now? It's just sitting, basically, right? Yeah, sitting at my shop, waiting for another engine. Nice, nice. So and then obviously right now you have the three forty five i. Yep. So what's it running right now? It has upgraded turbos, right? Oh, okay. it's got stock turbo. It's got a charge pipe, okay. off valve, and a BRSF intake, and a muffler leak. Nice. So it's at stock at about three hundred. So what you think you're pushing like three thirty five, maybe three twenty? Yeah. Three twenty. Okay. Okay. Nice. Cool. It kicks. Yeah. So what's your okay? What's your crazy car experience in that car in the BMW? Like so far, I know you've had it for what three months now. Uh. I don't know what I can say. Hey. I'm getting in trouble. Oh, no, you're good, dude. Hey, this podcast is unfiltered. <laughs> nobody makes fun of anyone. Nobody rats anyone out. Nobody. Like, anything like, you want. You can say... Uh, I was... Turn, it was after it rained. Okay. I, it was the day I figured out how to turn traction control off. Yeah, it's, uh, nice. It had just rained. It was a little slippery. Mm-hmm. And I come around this corner and I throttle it. Mm-hmm. I go completely sideways... I go into the opposite lane. I catch it, swing it back a 180, going sideways back into my lane. The nice. traffic about 100 feet ahead gone, coming, <laughs> completely stops. It was a one in one lane, completely stops. Yeah. And I just go by pretending everything was cool. You know, it was all intentional. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but you, I was, and you're, you're crapping your pants. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. What? So you went full sideways, like completely. 
Now, was that different than the time that you... Oh, yeah, it was different from that time. That was different than that time. Because I looked at my room and me, and this, this kid was sideways. And I'm like, uh, okay, I was expecting to go into the cold. Like, yo, yeah. like... No, but I caught it. I'm the drift king. king. The full drift sender. Hashtag drift full sender. king. Hashtag full sender. We're making sickles for that, by the way. So, so stay tuned. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, man, that's that's crazy. Let's see. I'm trying to think of my craziest car experience. Like, because I've only been driving for... Since July, and I'm in a Mercedes SUV, so nothing too oh, crazy. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I guess back when my dad had his E46 M3, uh, we were going to Sebring, and there was that, like, it was basically a back road of just 12 miles of just straight road. Nice. And he was like, all right, let's see how fast we can get it up, get it up to without there being much traffic. Right. So we hit 140 before there was traffic about, you know, a decent amount where we right. could slow down. But once you hit, like, 125, like, you don't realize... You don't realize how the fast you get. Like it doesn't feel any different, right. really. But um, that's probably one of the craziest times I've been. Also, been in my uncle's E thirty six M three with a NASCAR roll cage in it. Was that was crazy because it the reaction time was better than my dad's M three. But it doesn't didn't have as much horsepower because all the weight reduction. It was all that. Mm. It just went. Yeah, that makes sense. And that and it was set up like a race car so you just felt like yeah. like you had racing seats that killed like you could you just see the full six point harness everything oh, so crazy. like like that's that's crazy so so those are crazy car experiences it's pretty good so nobody if, yeah, if anyone shows up to my house if the police show up to my house we're gonna find out who uh, called them. by the way we're recording this in mexico yeah this yeah. is in mexico um i bought a house in mexico yeah. i fly down here every day from florida so about like a three and a half hour flight and we, we ship our jet. cars every time yeah you know? we we send it down yeah no um yeah we'll speak speaking of shipping calls down i'm gonna have to ship mine at the shop soon because <laughs> your boy got rear-ended today on the way back from a call meet <laughs> So Dylan and I, uh, he, I got stuck at a light, so he got up ahead of me. Um, that and you got on the I four two seventy five right before that traffic happened, because I got stuck behind traffic. I was stopped at. Um, yeah, no, I was. I you, just you, cut through it. No, I know. I, yeah, I know. I've been with you. I <laughs> I know exactly what it is. But um, he got he got up ahead of me, so it was just me and my friend riding solo basically, and um, we're driving back, and we're about fifteen minutes back from getting back into town. And there's a light right before the main causeway, and we'll, I'm stopped. The car behind me, which is an F two fifty, which is a huge ass truck, uh, we're stopped for a good ten to fifteen seconds. And I tell you, the sound that my car made when it hit the when it like made impact, it it scared me more than me actually getting into the car accident because I didn't know what it was. It's like one of those feelings where you don't know what the heck just happens yeah. to you. Yeah. And you turn around and you just see an F two fifty like in your front basically, and I'm with a friend who's younger than me. He's like thirteen, fourteen. So I'm like, I hope he's okay, because like he his seatbelt didn't lock properly. Dang. So and airbags didn't go off because if you think of F two fifties, they have those like toe hook clamps or whatever in the front. So those just dug into my bumper basically. That's the only thing that happened. It didn't like pushed the bumper in which would have deployed the airbags the only airbags that went off were the headrest ones because i think when we came back we hit it so hard might have been it it just it acted as like an surprising airbag surprising whiplash yeah we didn't have any of that my neck and back feel fine 
But like, you know what I mean? You should have said your neck hurt. You yeah, I know. I should have been like just <laughs> chilling like that. But um, the it gets crazier. So it was a three car accident because the call behind me got pushed into me. Uh, so think about me, the call behind me, and then a third call that hits the truck, which then goes into me. That call that hit the truck into me, the one that caused the whole scene, fled the scene. He did not stop. He did not pull over, like you should do in any car accident even if it's small right you know like you still got to make sure nothing's okay everything's okay and all that so we pull over the truck and i pull over that are the victims of the accident obviously and the other car pulls off now my first reaction was the truck rear-ended me because i just didn't know like what happened i was like yeah the truck just rear-ended me so right. when i saw a car pull around us i didn't think to get my phone out and take a picture of it or all that i was like oh he's probably just seen the guy in an accident and, you know, he just wants to get around it. Which is understandable. Getting out of the way. It's understandable. Like, I would do the same if I didn't hit them. If I hit them, I would have stayed. But So, uh, luckily, there was, like, a tone lane. So, the truck was able to pull up beside me. Beside me and I'm like, hey, are you okay? He's like, yeah, someone hit me into you. And that's when it registered that that car pulling off was that car. But yeah. at the same time, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was just another car. But it was just the two of us that pulled in the parking lot. And no one else showed up but um somewhere in Clearwater there was a call with a messed up radiator because he had a big hitch and I'm sure that call went the yeah. hitch went through the the call. I mean he straight did dip to hitch it. He did. Uh he did yeah. But um so but I'm fine the call is gonna be fine. Not it sucks bad. though because we're supposed to go to C ring in three like in a month. Three weeks from today. Yeah. So hopefully the red line will might get to drive my car then. Yeah. If it's ready, you just drive yours. Basically, we're going to go down to Seaman together. And if we don't have a red line of call, we're going to take his as the promotion call for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have to figure out for the rally that we have coming up as well. So we'll figure it all out. We'll take it to the shop. We'll also, I'm also going to take it to the mechanic that I go to, make sure nothing under the body is messed up. Because I did feel a little vibration in my left, no, my... My driver's side real. I didn't tell you about that. I felt a really? pretty decent vibration. That's definitely like um, And the airbags on the headrest are still deployed, which makes a stupid <laughs> rattling noise. Does it? Yeah, it's so annoying. It's like, ding, 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 ding. It's just like that. All, every bump, even on smooth roads. like, God. So, that's getting fixed. So, anyway. I mean, you called me. I was on, I was passing McMullen going home. Yeah. And he called me. He goes, yeah, actually, I missed the first call. I was checking yeah. my phone to tell him I was doing something. And he calls yeah. me. I call him back and he goes, yeah, my car's like totally fucked. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I was like, dude, his car is total. Yeah. yeah he yeah, probably yeah. got completely not, smushed. Not total, but there's, my trunk is dented in, it's pushed in. My bumper has two big holes punctured in it from the tow hooks. And then there's a bunch of scratches. So the whole bumper is going to have to get replaced. The yeah. end, basically... The result of all of this was it goes to a no fault, which basically means it wasn't any of our faults, so therefore I don't have to pay for the truck, the truck doesn't have to pay for me. If the third car decided to stay with us, their insurance would fall under it and pay for both damaged calls. But since no one stopped and we didn't yeah, get a description, there's no investigation that's going to happen because we didn't get a plate. If we got a plate, that would be different. So it's going to come out of our own pocket and our own insurance money if they decide to do that now something the police officer did say was because it's a no fault there might not be a deductible or as much of a deductible so it might just be all given to us that'd be nice um but it just depends on all of that but we'll look into it you know 
in the upcoming week. So, anyway, so obviously being in the call world, or, you know, being in that call enthusiast mindset, there's a lot of calls that you see and that you look at yeah. daily, yeah. right? And you just look at it and you're like, I hate this call. Like, I absolutely <laughs> want that call and I love it. Exactly. So, what are some calls that, like, when you see them, it's different than when you might see... Obviously, it's going to be different from when you see, like, a Nissan Ultima, but, like, what's that, like, sportier call that you see that stands out from all the other sportier calls? Uh, to me, it's got to be that E60 M5. E60 M5? It's just my dream it's, car. It's, it's a kid. We saw, how, we saw, like, three of them today. Yeah. We saw three we of saw them. We saw a manual today. one today. Yeah, we saw a manual yeah. one today. We saw a six-speed, which is very rare because they are, one, more expensive and didn't make as many because they only made them in North mm-hmm. America, right? Is that yeah. correct? Because yes, the reach and mission is not good in my opinion. Some other people have different opinions. Like I know an M E forty six M three owner that says he likes it, he doesn't mind it, but he's getting it manually swapped. Yes, which makes sense. I mean, those calls are track calls. Like those should be like that. Like back in the day, all calls were stick. Yeah, it was that's track. true. It wasn't any of this automatic paddle shifting and it's weird gearboxes. boxes. because yeah. it acts like it has a clutch. It does. I mean, you hear the calls like yeah, it's got a single clutch or a double clutch. Like there's a clutch in it. It's just yeah. no pedal. It's and weird, it, it's yeah. just so much more reactive and responsive. But, um, like, so the E60 M5, right? So, obviously, that's the V10. It has a V10 in it. Um, Beautiful sounding engine. It's an ama- if you get the, the exhaust and all of that right, it can sound amazing. There was one that made, like, no noise today. Like, it was completely stopped. Yeah, it was pretty quiet. It was really quiet. But then that white one with, like, the racing diffuser on it, that, was really that cool. one was nice. Yeah. Um. I know. I mean, that was, I almost got one. I was looking at getting one back before I was given a Mercedes. But um, now that I've seen so much of them and I know they're not super expensive now, at least. Yeah, because now they've even gone even follow down. That's true. Because I was looking when I was 15, like before I even had my license. Yeah. And now I've, you know, I'm about to turn 17, so it's going to be about two years. Man, you can pick them up sub 20,000 now. Yeah, definitely. So. What about you? Me. There's a lot of different style calls that mm. I like. Like, I love the Huracan Evo that just mm. came out because it has that great-sounding V10. It's not Beautiful. It's not that high-pitched it's V10. Really it's very deep, and it has a different sound. Like, the LFA is that high-pitched yeah. V10. Like, in my opinion, the Lamborghini Huracan and the Audi R8 engines, the new V10 ones, mm-hmm. are one of the best-sounding... The best-sounding V10, in my opinion... But it's because it's different than a lot of the other V10s. A lot right. of the other V10s and, and V12 is very similar. Have that high pitched, like, scream and mm-hmm. all that. But the the Audi and the Lamborghini they did something to it, so it's more of like a deep, more of a grumble. Right. It, it's it, I'm not gonna call it a V8 because that's a little bit more of a grumble. But it it had it's almost like if a V8 and V10 were like put together. Yeah. We might as well go on ahead and call it a V9. I'm kidding. We're not going to call it that. No, we're not. Excite us that. Uh, V9, new engine. V9 is uh, Audi's new engine. Yeah. Uh, Put in the new Lamborghini Evo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Wait, that'd, be, that'd, that'd be that. crazy. So, yeah, I think I think the Huracan SVJs are up there. The yeah, SVJ. Definitely. Um, obviously, like any BMW M model that is set up nice. Yeah. Like... I like a lot of the older ones, but a couple of new ones, like the new M5s are nice. The That's new true. M3s are nice. The new M2 comps. The new M2 comps. That sweet. white one we saw today was really nice. That one was really good. Um, even the blue one, it sounded pretty stock, but it sounded really good. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it handled pretty good. The guy, yeah, he, he snaked out of there. Yeah, yeah he, um, he, he, he peeled was, it pretty well. He was all over the place. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that that's probably where my eyes go. Like, oh, GT3 RS. 
forgot about that. Like, oh yeah, not any nine eleven, any nine eleven yeah. model nine eleven Turbo Turbo S. No, Turbo S is not. Yeah, Turbo S nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GT three, GT three RS. I mean, even the GT four stand out. GT four stand out. GT four, GTS even it's like a little bit yeah. low, but um, I think they're making a GT four RS. I remember seeing something. It might it might not be like release release, but I remember seeing it in an article or something like. I think I heard about it. They're yeah, testing. It's got like range. the Lulu fenders on the GT three RS, and it's like it, it's it's clean. It's gonna be nice. So, yeah. Well, is there anything else you wanna talk about that's car related? Like anything else you can think of, like. You know, we talked about the Pistons. We've talked about my car accident today. We've talked about car shows. Like, what else is... Well, I mean, I don't know. If we haven't put the photos in yet, uh, here's the two photos of my engine that I blew up. Yeah, yeah. So here's... You can see what splits. So I'll put it here. And I'm probably also going to put it in the beginning when you when we're talking about it. Right, yeah. But... Um, anyway, yeah, I'll Spotify. Again. That's unfortunate. Yeah, if it's in Spotify, make sure to, you know, follow us on YouTube at Redline Auto because the video version of it's going to be on YouTube yeah. um, as well as Spotify and iTunes as just the audio recording. So um, I think that well, that wraps it up for today, for today's podcast. So we're going to try and have a guest every uh, week. If not, I would, you know, I'll be bringing uh, up a subject or maybe Dylan will be here regularly, I'm sure. I'll pop up again. Let's so, um, yeah, thanks for watching and thanks for listening if you're on Spotify and iTunes. Um, so make sure to follow us on whichever platform you're listening to so you don't miss, uh, you know, an upload. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening to us and, you know, we'll see you Appreciate next time on Redliner Radio. Peace Adios. out.